Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy uh, and everybody. This is Guest Thursday, and uh, we have a part two of our uh, guest that we had last week, which is uh, Fletcher Keister, a good friend of mine from uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, who is currently uh, up with his uh, family in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, and I think you said that you had discovered it's, it's kind of better to be there in uh, May and June than it is in, in February, right? <laughs> yes, and, uh, when I was here the previous February, I think it was negative 10, and the wind oh. was blowing, and it was a kind of cold that just gets you right in the middle, of, right into your bones, and so yes, much nicer today, uh, <laughs> spend time on the lake and be on the shore of Lake Superior. Is that, is, is that where they are there on the shore of the lake and Lake yeah, Superior? Yeah, Duluth is, yeah, on the most western point of Lake Superior. What oh. most western a lot of water skiing lakes. there, right? I have a lot of friends who grew up in that area who water skied before they walked, you know? <laughs> yes, water skiing and then snowmobiling. Yep. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, well, uh, last time um, we learned about, you know, how I came to know Christ, got married, um, your career, uh, which we are going to talk about here in a second. Uh, and, and you shared so beautifully about your abiding and the joy, the fun, the life of being in a place where you're receiving and uh, understanding there's no rush. I think I love what you said about that is that, is that you've stopped trying to connect your own dots as you just let, let him do it as he wills, and he will. Uh, but he said, yeah, I'm not, not ready yet. Um, so I pray that everybody who's listening uh, if you haven't gone back and look and listened to last week, go listen to it and just really receive how beautiful uh, life with God is intended to be by just the relationship itself. Um, and I love, I yeah. love, by the way, when you gave a definition of abiding, uh, you said it's just remaining in that relationship, abiding in the vine all the time, which is what abiding is all about. It's not a, it's not a system. It's not a duty. It's not once in a while. It's you know, it's abiding, and you're certainly reflective of that. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you set up again? Um, uh, you know, you're in this job transition. Uh, go ahead and explain what happened. Uh, you were with the company for 23 years, and a variety of different uh, roles. And you were, uh, you were really uh, the last uh, what? How many? Seven, eight, ten years as a kind of a senior guy, right? You were COO or CFO. Um, right. And then CIO, uh, what they call the uh, you know the O suite, which means you're you know the part of the top team, uh, which which must have been fun. And then uh, particularly, I think <laughs> you shared with me about the CIO. Uh, that was something you didn't even know about, right? I mean that that's not your background. Yeah, not at all. And it uh, yeah, it spent the last 23 years uh, working for a large global telecommunications company. It had the opportunity, probably from midway through my career, uh, to continue to grow in roles and to take on more responsibilities and to be given new opportunities and got into senior leadership levels. And then really it was for the last, um, I guess really five years, 
it was part of the C-suite, the O-suite, as you said, and reported directly to the CEO, you know, of the company, uh, and was part of the leadership team there, which was a lot of great fun, a lot of great challenge, um, mixed in with it. Uh, again, like I said, I had a lot of diverse experiences, uh, and I want to take a moment to share, uh, you know, really give God the glory for that. And part mm -hmm. of, because part of, for me is in my career, and it's, I'll make a long story super short, is that the first half of my career was utterly unremarkable. Utterly unremarkable. <laughs> you know, from individual contributor role to individual contributor role to maybe manage a couple of people to nearly being fired or, you know, reductions in forces, all kinds of things that would usually look at and go, that's really not very remarkable. <laughs> uh, and all the while, what I didn't know was that I was being disobedient to what God really wanted me to do. Right. During that time, I didn't be there. I thought, surely this must have been a mistake. I'm not supposed to be in the corporate role, things are going well for me, so therefore I must not supposed to be here. And through a series of series of very serious events, uh, you know, it really became clear that God was saying, you know what, no, that's not true, actually. You're, you're being disobedient. Uh, <laughs> I've, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and you are being a one-talent servant. So why would you expect to get more when you're not mm. even faithful with the very little that, that you've been given? <laughs> it was that moment where I was like, and that's like I mentioned on the previous episode where God became more than my savior. He became my father because I started to believe that he had good things for me right where I was. Mm. Mm. And oh, that's good. And the main thing that really changed is I chose to believe that. And mm. what he told me, his instruction to me was really simple. And it's, and that instruction has not changed in the last 15 years. And that instruction was, Fletcher, give me your very best right where you are. And I mm. will take what comes next. And, and that was it. That was the full, after all of the things I went through in life, that that was the instruction. And I, and that was that choice for like, am I going to be obedient to that? Or am I going to be obedient to what I think I should be doing? And thank, thank God I chose to be obedient to what he told me to, because it's like the second half of my career, that's a completely different story. Okay. And that's why, and the reason why I tell that story, because that's why I absolutely believe that as I was faithful to what he told me to do, just give your best. And that will okay. be enough the role that you're in. That's how I went from roles. So I didn't apply for any of the jobs over that period of time. It was you know, tap on the shoulder. Hey, there's a problem over here. Would you be interested in helping come solve it? Right? Would you like to take on this role? Would you like to do this? And he was true to his word. I, I, I through struggle at times, remained obedient to what I believe he told me. And he kept bringing the next thing. And the next thing kept getting better and bigger and more rewarding and more beneficial. And he was true to his his word to me. And that's how I got to go from being in product management to finance to technology, right? And God gave me these opportunities to grow, expand, give me influence over certain things. And so very grateful for that. And, and now we're at that point where, you know, the company did have a, a CEO change in November. And as part of that change, uh, the new CEO brought in a new leadership team that she had worked with in the past. And I was not part of that leadership team. And so, as of early March, I'm I'm now looking to see what comes next. Yep, yep. So the uh, again in the corporate world, um, uh, change happens <laughs> a lot. Uh, new people, you know, get placed into leadership, and typically uh, at the CEO level, Kathy, um, if I come in uh, as a new position. Generally, I've got a history of people that worked with me, mm -hmm. um, and it's only familiarity. It's just well, I know what they can do, and I and I, I I really, in a sense, it's a little bit lazy, but I don't want to take the time to see what somebody else might be able to do. 
Um, I'm just right. gonna I'm just gonna bring somebody that I know. Um, well, and sometimes even bringing the culture that you want to bring into the company with you. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. Know, they know how I am and all that. So um, uh, here you wind up being displaced. Not it's not out of um, because of poor job performance. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not even an issue. Sometimes, you know, even even God can say, you know, I want I want to move you, and, and I'm going to displace you, and actually you haven't given it your best, and I'm, I'm going to show you something. But in this case, it was just. Um, I have blessed you, um, and then all of a sudden, it's a, uh, well, this is a surprise. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, and you sense, you know, you know that when, when you get a change, you had a little bit of a thought of, well, I don't know what, what's going to happen here, but it looked like uh, there wasn't much going on, and she was going to keep, keep everything, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm doing this, and it was pretty quick, you know, okay, this is it, you know, and so you're, mm -hmm. uh, you're out uh, of the company in March. Um, and they've, you know, they, they have given you a severance, which is a good thing. They were fair, and uh, but um, you still have career left. Um, and, and I and I want to talk just briefly about that per se. Um, what do you understand about work and career that is still to be part of of your you know life because it's ordained that itself. Is ordained by God. I know. I know you've learned something about that. But why don't you talk a little bit about just that, and then we'll get into the the process of what you're in right now. Yeah, I very much believe that we are meant to work. Yeah, that we're, we're yeah. meant to be productive uh, and to bear fruit. There's no. We go back to the parable of the talents that I mentioned earlier. Is that there is there wasn't a time parameter put on that. There wasn't, <laughs> you know. And it right. certainly stop working and quit being productive. Uh, and I think it really is. Retirement's really not in scripture, right? <laughs> no, no. And I think is if we continue down the path of God, what do you want me to do now? Mm -hmm. What do you have for me now? We will keep getting answers until he decides, you know, he comes back or he takes us home. And I, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I very much, you know, want and, you know, believe, want my life to exemplify that, uh, to, to be productive and yeah. to do things, you know, for, for the Lord, for myself, for my family, for my friends that I'm in a relationship with, and to be part of a, a vibrant uh, community that God is choosing to bless. I mean, that's, I believe that's very much a part of what he has shown me, because I will also, I didn't mention it uh, previously, but one of the other things that he has shown me is, you know, he's really taken me through the, the covenant, yeah, through some materials that, that I got from you, Rich, as well, mm -hmm. and to just really show me that his heart is to bless us. Hmm. His heart is to bless his children and to give us good things. Right. And he desires for that to be the case. He desires for us to prosper. And and that's, as we know, that's across all areas of life. That's not only a financial thing, but it is also a financial thing. Mm -hmm. He wants us to prosper. And he has set in place a series of protocols. He set in, in place a series of, you know, instructions and commands that are good. Mm -hmm. And they produce these things. And so there's no age of retirement where that stops being the case. Right. It's getting through the course of our life, and so that's that's how I want the remainder of my life to to look like. Yeah, yeah, and that way, um, because if you start to understand that as God's life and work is the essence of His nature, which you, by the way, He gave Adam and Eve prior to the fall. Uh, that the question, see, a lot of people take what I call a binary question. Okay, oh. well, uh, uh, I guess I'm I'm not working right now. Um, should I? Uh, retire. Um, well, that's a binary question, and God says, "Well, 
why would you even say that? Because the essence of life is work. Um, and, and I do, I have covenant. I'm going to bless you to be a blessing. You know? So the question isn't, you know, should I, should I? It's rather, okay, well, here I am. Uh, and this is what I know Fletcher has approached it is, well, what do you got to say about this? <laughs> knowing, mm-hmm. knowing that you're leading me to another path of work, because by definition, that's part of, of your life. So that's the, that's the construct that he approached it. Um, and I even knew, because I, I, I was with you even pretty close afterwards, um, and you had, interesting enough, you had gone through a study on Shalom. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a little bit, you know, I believe God does this. He was a little bit of a test is, well, do you, do you believe Shalom? Um, mm. You know, and you, and, you, and, you, and you didn't go into fretting and worrying and upset and oh my and oh gosh. And uh, it was rather, well, this ought to be interesting. Um, and you were, uh, you were at peace. I could sense you were at peace. But tell us, how have you approached now this next season of uh, moving forward in and discerning God's will. What what are some of the things that you're looking at, and how are you doing it, and and what kind of things have already happened for you? Yeah, so probably really importantly, right out of the gate, there's a couple of things that God said. Uh, and you know, went, went to ask Him a couple of questions about it uh, er, pretty early on, where it was all the newness of it was still fresh, and the range of emotions were there, and all of those things were were part of it, and. Uh, two things. One, one has a more, you know, more story to it. So I'll start with the first. The other one first is, you know, I asked him, I "Was like, God, was this a reprimand? <laughs> should have that I should have been doing that I wasn't doing either, either in my work or, or in the other things you've been asking me to do, yeah. removing mm-hmm. me from this role so that I, you know, because I wasn't putting enough time and energy towards the other things you've asked me to do, and so I asked him that question and. Uh, it was really, you know, again, this represents to me the, the heart of the father is he said it was neither Fletcher. Mm. He, said, he said, this was a gift. Because I'm giving you a gift of time. I'm giving you a gift of resources. And I'm giving you wow. a gift to help you transition into what's next for you. I was like, wow. Well, that answer in and of itself brings peace, right? <laughs> Just yeah, like, recognizing the, right. the true covenant of God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's then, and then, Rich, just like you were saying, it's the okay. I heard it, and am I, am I going to choose to believe it? Yeah. That that's mm-hmm. right. Because we always have that choice, you know, to believe if it is true or not true. Uh, and I do believe it is true, even though I still have ranges of emotions that can occur. But right. the other thing that he uh, he said to me, he said this part to me first, uh, because it was right as I, my time there was ending, and I just started my abiding. You know that morning, and I just sometimes I just start with, "What do you have to say to me today, right, Father?" Right. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say? And I, I have it here because I keep it on my desk in front of me, or and wherever I go at this point, I keep it in front of me. Uh, what he said was, "Just rest, Fletcher. Rest your mind. Hmm. Cast all your cares on me. Know that I am preparing the path for you. You don't need to perform. Just be with me. Walk with me. Hold my hand and breathe in my love for you." The time for work is coming, so rest in my peace. I was just mm. like, oh. oh, that's good. And then the, the big question was, what does it mean to rest? <laughs> I, I mean, that, 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 the words are amazing. It felt good. It's like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Rest in that, that deeper journey that I'm in right now in the midst of all of this is, you know, is having him teach me what rest really means. 
and I think um, I've gotten past the surface level of it because it's such a small word that I think has really big, big implication. And there's a lot there, and it and it feels like it's the it's almost like the step beyond peace <laughs> to be at rest, to be completely at rest in His presence, and to uh, the term that I keep coming back to is just absolute complete trust mm-hmm. in Him, and that's where that where rest comes from. And, and through that process, have been you know kind of like I described in in learning more about unity, the same process for rest of you know starting in a couple places and then just a lot of scripture. A lot of mm-hmm. good scripture about what does rest really mean and how do you achieve it and how does it what does it look like and and it's really uh, pretty neat and, I, and and the Holy Spirit gave me one of those hey knuckleheads you know through the process which I will now of course share uh, but really you know went through a lot of scripture about what what rest really means and um, it's kind of funny as I was going through and you know looking at all the different scriptures there's one day in particular and I'll just go back to it in my journal here so I have it with me was in this was late April, so a few weeks ago, to where you know, it was really had the question about, uh, oh, went too far. Again, about rest, and I was going back through all these scriptures, and God said, just take a pause. And go back through all the things I've already you've already written down, and just, again, look for the themes. And the different mm-hmm. things you were studying in different areas, what themes do you start to see emerge through the scriptures? It was kind of funny, because I got to, uh, it took me back to April 21st, was one of those days and I'd started out my abiding time just really asking and again what I'd written down was Holy Spirit teach me about rest what it really means and now here comes the funny part how I enter it how I stay in it how do I, how do I live in it you know and I just said thank you for inviting me into the Father's rest and I wrote down a bunch of scriptures and I wrote down 15 I'd written down 15 scriptures and I, and I just moved on uh-huh. I didn't look at him much further than that and when he took me back this is a knucklehead moment he took me back there you know a couple weeks later he's like slow down read this again just slow down and see what you find it so i read it again and it was i really almost had to laugh at myself because i had written down 15 different scriptures nine of them had the answer in them that i didn't even see the first time i went through it wow and he was saying, he's like, Fletcher, you can't enter rest. You can't do it. I give it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from Exodus 33, 14, where it says, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Hmm. To Deuteronomy 12, 10, but you will cross the Jordan and settle in the land the Lord your God has given you as inheritance and he will give you rest. Hmm. All the way through to Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, all you are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. And so again, it's that whole the thing about abiding is that it changes the paradigm and shifts it completely around. Of like, but what do I got to do? What do I got to do to get the rest? Is like you're missing the point. <laughs> this is something That's I'm. Great. This is something I'm giving you. You can choose to receive it or not. You can choose to step into that rest and be with me and hear what I have to say and, and have complete trust that it's going to be the best thing for you. Or you don't have to. And so that was really one of those moments where again the reminder for me and some of abiding is just slow down. Uh-huh. So I kind of take the time and, and really spend the time in the in the scriptures and to see what it's saying there. But I guess I'll kind of wrap up the point here is that really my learning is and, and as it applies to the you know, you know that place in in between that you talked about, Kathy, is uh-huh. that's the time when that rest and, and where that trust and that complete trust really yes. matters the most. 
because if I'm if I'm trying to find peace and being all agitated because I'm not finding it or find rest, I mean, actually, I can't hear what he has to say to me. Right. No. Yeah, and let's so, uh, let's let's highlight a couple things, and we'll ask another question here. But um, I don't know if if everybody caught this, but um, the abiding is um, you know God says something, so He said rest to you. Uh, you heard that. You heard that. If you're abiding, you are hearing God's voice. You are hearing, hey, pay attention to this, um, and and you do, and you got to write it down. You know that. Okay. Uh, well, then, uh, what you did and you shared is that you basically then said, okay, um, what does that look like? What is that? How do I experience that? What's important for me to learn about this? You approach abiding with mostly questions. Uh, well, I'm going to go in, and then, and then you said I start, you know, with a, a verse you get, and then you start cross-referencing. Um, and by the way, it's important if, if everybody would understand this that it's really if you're going to fully abide. See, God has all of logos to speak Brahma to you, and He needs you to move you around, you know, because I have other things to say about this. And you said. You know, uh, ultimately, and we'll talk a little bit about that. You, you had written down these fifteen verses. Um, well, because there's more to say there. See, and and he's going to speak through that to you. So I would urge everybody to get a really good what's called a center cross reference Bible. Uh, you can get them online, no problem, and have it available for you to. Because if you're going to hear from God deeper, he has to take you to other scripture uh, wow. that he wants to reveal to you, not not to study it, but rather to receive it. Um, and then and then you did, and of course you um, did it, had the 15 verses, um, and then you moved on. Um, mm -hmm. um, and then God, uh, you know, a couple weeks later says, hey son, because <laughs> you're saying, okay, now what, now what, now what? He said, actually, I actually said something to you. You skipped the whole thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, go back and, mm -hmm. and go back. Now, this is important about why journaling is so critical. If you mm -hmm. wouldn't have journaled it, if he said go back, you would say, I don't even know. I don't even remember where I was. Right. Um, yeah. And you couldn't go back. But journaling allows God to remind, bring back to, hey, go back to look at this, revi revisit this. Well, you did. Um, and then God said, actually, it's <laughs> right here. <laughs> Um, okay, when, when you did that, um, how then did you receive, you said nine of those started to really give you some uh, great insight about that. How did that work when you, when you went back and did that? How did, how did this time you then get these, this great insight? Yeah. So it really was, like I said, just is, is really looking for the themes mm -hmm. through the verses. And then it, in this case, it became really obvious really quickly because the same words repeated over and over. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a mystery how I missed it the first time, but uh, but it really was the, you know, really kind of stopping and going, okay, God, I, I hear what you're saying to me. Is it, I can't earn this. Like I can't earn other things that, that I can't do. The things that you're asking me to do or the things that you have for us, you know, instead of thinking about, okay, I can go do this, I can go figure out how to do it, it's like, that's, it's not correct. Is it, and this is the thing that's so amazing, and, and I'm still just learning this, so it's not like I have this figured out. I, I don't want to come across as, no. you know, have on the depths of these things by any stretch, is that he wants to give them to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As enforcing, he wants to give them to us as gifts. And when we see them that way, and, and the ability to receive them, and to, 
and just to think i i got those kind of those goosebumps all over my body just even thinking about this is uh creator of the universe wants to spend time with me yeah he, <laughs> he wants me to just yes. come outside and say hey can we go for a walk can we go sit down by the stream can we go sit by this fire and we just spend some time talking because mm -hmm. i guess stuff i'd like to share with you and that could be good for you and to think that we get that opportunity that he gives us that opportunity is really is, is really amazing and it really is almost beyond comprehension that that would be the case and and i know that it's true mm -hmm. uh, and i would uh also add that in this too again this is a journey and a process it's not a you know for me it's not just oh the revelation got it move on got that one stored in the you know in the memory list and now i got it perfectly mastered it's really not the case because no. it took it's taken time you know in the last couple of months in particular and i would say it in that i'm i'm learning that being at rest doesn't mean being less busy or being less busy doesn't mean being at rest because i'm less busy that was mm. absolutely for the first couple of months, I was not at rest. Even as I was starting to learn this, I was at rest. I was at that anxiousness of I've got to do something. I've got to now go do, I've got to, even like I wrote in my journal, Father at rest, how do I do it? How do I enter it? How do I, how do I, how do I? He's like saying, uh -huh. that's not rest. <laughs> rest is rest. So come be with me and let me do it for you. And it's just yeah. like, it's just, like I said, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's cool that, um... Because uh, actually, uh, when he was processing Kathy, I said, "Well, how's it, how's it going on your, um, you know, moving forward into the next thing that God has for you?" Mm -hmm. um, and Fletcher said, "Actually, uh, at the moment, um, God's asked me to learn rest, so I'm just mm -hmm. gonna, I'm gonna go there, and I'm really not focused on, uh, you know, there's things he's doing, he's, gonna, he's moving forward, but it's not a focus because God said." Well, before we get to that, I need you to learn this. By the way, and I and I did say this. Um, this will be a lifelong truth. Mm -hmm. If you can receive it here, this is going to have big, big implication for what you do do next and how you do mm -hmm. it, do it next. You know. So God said, "Well, this is important." <laughs> so, uh, and I, as I think about it, and we see it all around us. You, you guys talk about it every Friday, if not even more frequently is as we enter a, a world of increasing chaos, our ability to find rest and be at peace is going to become increasingly important that's so right. that we can't mm -hmm. in the midst of all that's happening around us and to hear his voice. And that is, just like you said, Rich, will be significantly and increasingly important yep. as we move forward into these next years. Yeah. Well, uh, Fletcher, thank you for sharing all this. Um, uh, you know, again, what the Holy Spirit is saying to me is, um, uh, because you're in this process, I think probably it'd be healthy uh, for for us to have Fletcher maybe every couple months, two or three months, uh, as an update, uh, yeah. because he's in the middle of it, and um, this is this is really the way it goes. Is that this is life? Because a lot of times we hear, you know, well, I got this great job and it all happened. It wasn't that fantastic, but it's actually kind of cool to hear. Well, what are you what are you doing now you know what's happening right now is you're headed toward that and this this whole thing about well I'd like you to learn rest um, what a fantastic revelation and I know I know you're you're practicing it learning it and you got more to go and you're enjoying the, the learning so yeah. we'll we'll have you back and um, I think keep up but let's keep up the story as you play this out and this will be this will be kind of fun for I think for our audience to have us walk through it with you a little bit um, so we look, we look forward to that. Fletcher, thank you so much for... Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, pray that you enjoy with your family up there in Duluth, Minnesota in May, and uh, 
So uh, we'll be excited to have you back and uh, look forward to when you're coming back to Denver and us getting together. So uh, pray, Thank you. You know, Heavenly Father, we do just pray for, uh, I pray for rest, uh, for him to be receiving it because you're going to give it to him. And, and then he's going to understand it, have it, live it. And then he, you know, we know he's going to have you. You're going to have him share that with others, give it away. And we need that. Uh, and so we just pray that this would be a great time for him. And I do pray for wisdom and insight as he now moves forward into the work that you have for him. And may he enjoy that walk as well. And uh, what a joy it is to be a partner with him in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Fletcher. It is, like Rich said, just a beautiful gift to get to hear somebody right in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, and just watching your faithfulness to what he's instructing you. And I think we can all learn from And I even just love the beauty of him inviting you. Hey, step one in this, this first place I'm going to take you is just truly to rest. What does it look like to have soul rest with me Yeah, and enjoy being with me? And I think that's a sweet, sweet starting point. So I can't wait to see what's next in this adventure and just what you what you learn about him yeah. as you're in this intimacy with him as well. Yeah. No, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm very eager to hear what he has to say about it, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, As always, if you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com. And we'll see you tomorrow for End Times Friday. Yep. Look forward to it. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.